For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. People, podcast people, 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 how's it going? I'm Shane Told. I'm the co-host of New Noise every Friday on the podcast side of things and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're talking about new music and if it was just me, it wouldn't be very good. That's why I have a delectable co-host, Mr. Michael Howell at Slappy Slam. Go follow him delectable this week, eh? Yeah, you're delectable. Oh, thank you. You know, we forgot one of our major demographics, though. We did. Of course, we got pop podcast people. We yep. got Twitch people. Yep. We got people people. Uh-huh. We forgot crab people. I mean, <laughs> look like crab, talk like people. <laughs> I don't want to know these people. This is scary. What? Oh, man. Gotta love the crab people. As if crab, as if crab core wasn't bad enough, Mike. Ooh. Now you're bringing this to the rest of society? I mean, South Park already did. Okay. I thought we were able to keep Crabcore in its own, like, separate no. box. We could just forget about it. It's uh, spreading. Bring it out when we just need a laugh or two. I Nope. Don't know. We listen to it very seriously in this household. <laughs> I know you too. <laughs> well, welcome back to 
New noise, everybody. 5,749,390,385 new releases coming hot at you this week. That's how many we have this week. Uh, <laughs> it's actually incredible. I we, don't know how I kept track of it all. We will be here until we are old and uh, decrepit uh, yep. and or just until I'm out of beer, but whichever. But hey, uh, we got a big week. We had a big week last week. Welcome everyone on Twitch. Uh, please post your comments. We're going to talk to you all later, but post them up. Uh, if there's anything we're saying, Mike, big week last week, yep. the number one album was Between the Barry and Me with Colors 2, a sequel of sorts to their 2007 masterpiece. Let's talk about this record. Yeah, absolutely beautiful record. Um, so many twists and turns. And I just don't know how to describe this album because it is just so bonkers, but everything like fits really well together. Yep. It's incredibly well done. And I think probably one of the best progressive metal albums I've heard in a really long time. Yeah, man. Uh, first of all, we have to, the elephant in the room is that this record is almost 80 minutes long. Yeah. And, and this is like, Eight, true 80 minutes. Like, you have to listen to this whole thing. There isn't, like, some weird, long, goodbye Sky Harbor-type outro or, like, a secret track or anything. This is this no. is 80 minutes of pretty much mayhem. I, I am shocked they were able to put this thing together. Mm -hmm. uh, it flows so well. You know, hearing, um, hearing some of the singles, and I should have it in front of me, um... Uh, fix the error fix, and yeah, I forget what the exactly. other one is fix the error like fix the error it isn't really even its own song it's almost like an outro of another song and it's mm -hmm. and it's in the way that this this music is is just all seamlessly put together but so fun to listen to like you know I, I finished listening to this record and I hit you up Mike and I said I'm blown away by this new record and you're like it's so long though I didn't even feel like it was that long yeah it, it, it like just went boom, just went by. And, and I, I am, I was going to text uh, Tommy actually. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I looked at the clock and I was like, mm, it's kind of late to text. Maybe I shouldn't. So maybe the record is a little bit long when I was finished listening to it, <laughs> but it is a hell of a record. And if this isn't in both of our top tens, I'll be shocked. Really? Cause for me, Oh, for me, it's definitely in, it might even be in my top five. Um, mm -hmm. so far and we're getting you know we're getting to the latter portion of the year but this is top 10 release for me hands down i thought this record was incredible yeah i think it's absolutely incredible too uh my complaint with the length it's not about the material itself i absolutely love it whenever i sit down and spin this all the way through i'm just enamored with it i'm so in love with this record my only thing with the length though is that you can't take a break from this record i tried it like on a drive, I got about 40 minutes in and then I had to come back to the rest of it on my drive home. That like hour gap doing what I had to do in between. And took you right out of him. Yeah, it took me right out of it. Yeah. And I mean, you need to sit down for an hour and 20 minutes and just jam this and have a great time with it. Well, quite honestly, Mike, that sounds like a personal problem. Um, yeah, it really is. And I don't think Between the Barity Me gives a fuck. Uh, no, about that. And that sounds like your own life problems. Uh, mm -hmm. Everyone, do yourself a favor. Find 80 minutes. You find 80 minutes for a movie. Find 80 minutes yep. for this record. It's worth it. Uh, I think this is the best record they've ever made. 
And I think this is one of the greatest um, heavy records of the last 10 years and one of the best records of the year. That's my take right there. Mm -hmm. um, Between the Buried and Me has done it again. I think what's going to help me too is once I get the vinyl of this, that's a much easier way to like actually commit to an album for me. So I think that'll be, that'll add to the experience and kind of incentivize me more to put it on, right? Yep. Absolutely. Um, well, we had a top six, uh, some other records in there. I know there's one more I want to talk about, but I want yep. you to uh, to bring up whichever other one you would like to speak about, Mike, before we start I mean, we talked on. about Wolves in the Throne Room and Settle Your Scores. I had heard those uh, early last week. Yeah. Um, did you get a chance to check them out? Did you enjoy them? I, I listened to Wolves in the Throne Room. Um, you know, yeah, I, th- I think it's a great record. I think maybe mm-hmm. Between the Bear and Me overshadowed it a little bit yeah. in, in terms of like a heavy release because I listened to BT Bam first. Yep. And I, t- to be honest, once BT Bam was was finished, I kind of just wanted to listen to it again. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I Wolves in the, the Throne, boat. yeah, Wolves in the Throne Room was sort of like at a bit of a disadvantage in that respect. However, yep. um, for what they're doing, uh, you know, modern black metal, I I thought it was a really well done record. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I, it faded into the background a little bit for me, but in a way that I didn't mind. Um, mm-hmm. And that's sometimes what I like about black metal is it's more about the emotion uh, of it more yeah. so than the substance, if that makes any sense, yep. you know? And we've really been getting that a lot more with this like modern wave of black metal, which I really enjoy. Um, but I was so kind of enamored with the BT Bam record that I didn't even listen to the record I know you want to talk about. So you're going to be giving me a little bit of a preview about this Lord record because I haven't gotten to it yet. Wow. Okay. Well, I didn't get to sell your scores, so um, that's fine. We're we're on even wavelengths with that. So the you Lord, say our scores are settled. so the Lord, <laughs> so the Lord record uh, is a follow up to Melodrama, which is one of my favorite albums. I think I can say of all time. I think she's a phenomenal songwriter and so much originality, and mm-hmm. really has a, a way of painting a picture with her her lyrics in sort of a a poetic artistic way, but also that's also kind of relatable. I, I find it amazing. Now, that being said, this new record, Solar Power, I found it a little bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, mind you, I only listened to it, I listened to it once all the way through, and then I kind of cycled around it a little bit. I think it was, it's an uphill battle for her to follow up a record that that's good, that is that good. Mm-hmm. I don't think this record is bad. I don't think it's as good as the last record. I think that it has some uh, progression to it in a way that maybe doesn't suit my taste as much. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I don't think it's a bad record. I think there's some really, really great songs on here. I think some of the songs could be have been on the last album as well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's absolutely worth listening to. And I think that maybe some people will like this more than the last album. Just personally, I didn't find it to be as compelling, um, but I'm also a 40-year-old man, so uh, hey. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to check it out still. Yeah. Um, I've just been super busy with work this week, and it's on my list of things to do tomorrow. I've got a bit of a lighter day, so I'm going to dive into it, have some fun. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And um, the other uh, couple singles that I wanted to get your take on, Yeah. Um, I think the first one was the uh, new single from Silent Planet. You know, good friends of the show. I was really, really, really stoked on this song. Um, Mm -hmm. 
I wasn't sure which direction the band was going to go. You know, they've been kind of in the same sort of vibe uh, yep. for the last, you know, well, pretty much their whole career, honestly. I thought maybe they would do something more poppy. Instead, no. we got this almost like industrial overtone banger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just so heavy and chaotic. It reminds me a lot of Trilogy, the other single that they put out. Uh, the album's completely done, so we're just kind of waiting on announcement, things along those lines, and when we're going to get it. But I think that this entire record is going to be super heavy and chaotic, and I'm here for it. Right. I think that that's a great direction for Silent Planet to go, and I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, no, I, I, I really can't say it any better than that. I think we could be a little bit surprised with them opening up a dim another dimension of some of the poppy stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, with their their guitar uh, kind of guitar a dichotomy within the record, right? Well, their their um their bass player, uh, singer, he's got a beautiful voice, and I do mm -hmm. like when he adds that element to it too. And maybe we will get that kind of stuff, like you know, similar to what what uh, being as an ocean does. Yep, I thought that that might be the approach for this first single, but no, it's a banger, and I'm I'm welcoming it. Um, the other band we seem to talk about every week that also had a new single is uh, Spirit Box. Yep. Uh, they're back. They just, they did it again. And here we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like this track. Um, I think it's probably one of the weaker singles for me so far. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what it is about it. I think I just enjoyed the other tracks I've heard so far more and the names are completely eluding me. Like, I mean, obviously Holy Roller is on this record. And that is just such an immense heavy song that I don't think um, any other heavy song that's going to be on the record can really follow up with that. Right. But I do still really like this track. I'm really excited that it's on the record. And I can't wait to hear how all of these songs kind of piece together. No, exactly. And I would have been kind of fine with hearing... Not hearing it? Yeah, I would have been fine with Hurt. This song's called Hurt You. I would have been mm -hmm. fine with just waiting for the album to come out to hear this Same one. Um, because I think at this point, everyone's pretty much ready to hear this debut full-length album. I mean, this yep. is... We've been ready since, like, the beginning of the year. Yeah. We've been talking about this. Exactly. Uh, but that being said, that didn't disappoint me, that's for sure. And uh, mm -hmm. this is going to be... I mean, if this isn't a number one album <laughs> when it comes out, I don't know what is. So oh, yeah. uh, exciting stuff always from, from Spirit Box. Oh, that's a crazy week, and we'll talk about that when we get around we'll get, to it. We'll get but. there. We'll get there. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, I don't think I had any other singles I really wanted to talk about. Okay, um, we got a top. How many is it? Five. Bil Five point seven billion uh, records yeah. this week. So we're it's, gonna be here it's a while. Ten. Ten. Top ten. Top ten of the week. Uh, let's get into it, Mike. Uh, we'll start with number ten. Let's rock and roll. Uh, so first up, um, we've got. One of the weirder things I'm going to recommend on this show, just because I think it is so damn cool what these guys do, uh, this band's called XDO. They're from Montreal, and they're releasing, I think this is their fourth album called The 13 Years of Neo, or Nero. Uh, if you can get by the name of the band and the album, this is a Roman metal band, and it is super cool. The kind of edge on that, it is still death metal, but it could also be at some points considered kind of like deathcore just because it does have some more like slower down-tuned breakdown portions. Uh, these guys are super heavy. They are super historically accurate, which I always enjoy when you go kind of this like themed band route. You either have to be absolutely buckwild ridiculous like Ailstorm, or you have to be super serious like XDO, Sabaton, that kind of realm. Right. I think these guys pull it off super well thematically, 
everything works. They've got kind of interludes on their albums typically, which are kind of like taken from famous speeches of philosophers and things like that, or like Caesar was on uh, one of the previous albums, and they just (laughs) make it this kind of big, booming, theatrical thing, and I really love it. XDO featuring Julius Caesar. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously they don't have his voice, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean. And yes, uh, we should point out this is also X, uh, uh, or actually members of Cataclysm, yep. another great Canadian metal band. And yeah, I mean, you look at the picture, they're wearing armor, dude's holding a sword. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is uh, this is a little different, a themed Roman metal band. So yeah, this is, this is interesting and Definitely worth a listen. Uh, one of the singles featuring Britney Slays of Unleash the Archers, just yep. a phenomenal Juno single. winning metal band uh, up in Canada. So, uh, lots of good stuff here. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear it. I mean, it's probably going to be more on the back burner. We do have 10 releases this week, but I'm going to slowly trickle to this as the year goes through. I like We it. get a little more free time. All right, number nine. Coming in at number nine. We've got a pop group, pop electronic, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but we've got Churches from Scotland with their new album, Screen Violence. I absolutely love Churches. I think that these guys are super talented for pop electronic. They write really catchy hooks. They talk about some real, honest, like, from-the-heart subjects, I believe. And still manage to make, like, top 40 amazing pop music but with it. And these guys are just great. Yeah, well, quite honestly, um, this this I think this band is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Every time, everything they do is awesome. But the new singles they've released, I think, is oh, yeah. maybe their best music they've ever done. Uh, in what they've been in band for like what ten, almost ten years now, I think. But um, it's it's cool because this this is like this is kind of like hipster pop, you know? Like yeah. like this is a band that is very poppy. And could definitely be all over pop radio, but you can still tell your friends that you're listening to it, yeah. and they're going to think you're cool. So that's all yep. I'll say about churches. Just you, they're cool, okay? Listen to them because mm-hmm. they're cool, and people will think you're cool if you listen to churches. Hundred percent. These guys vibe. That's right. Um, moving on to some more female fronted projects perhaps let's go just a couple this week Uh, next up coming out of the Ukraine at number 8 we've got the new album Wallflowers by Ginger yeah I'm excited for this because I didn't I didn't really like the last Ginger album I think based on the singles this one's gonna be right much more up my alley yeah this is a this is an artist like I feel like kinda came out of nowhere yeah like I didn't really like I guess you know she or they have been a band. I don't know if they they say it's it's a solo project with that or if their band is called Ginger. I'm not sure exactly, but the um they've been at it a long time. And I remember they released a record and was like the name kind of struck me. I was like, oh, they're from Ukraine. That's kind of interesting. And then I just kept hearing about this band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's like two records ago, and you know their songs kept coming up on on playlists and everything else. And I, I became kind of a fan of this band and it's not typically a genre that I would really listen to. Yeah. It's kind of groove metal, a little bit new metal, Mm -hmm. but that's a great way to describe it. Yeah, exactly. Groove metal, new metal. And, but it has these like kind of really hooky parts that are really catchy Mm -hmm. and kind of just, just um, exciting to listen to. And I totally understand the popularity 
of this band. Yeah, I mean, I found this band at, oddly, a Cradle of Filth concert. Um, I took a friend because I had an extra ticket. I was supposed to go with somebody else. Uh, they ditched on me. Uh, so I messaged one of my friends who's kind of always down to do something. She doesn't even like metal at all. And I'm like, hey, do you want to go see something called Black Metal? And she was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And so we went to go see Cradle of Filth. She loved Ginger. And she is like solely like top 40 churches, hipster stuff. Loved Ginger. Blown away. Bought a shirt. Bought a CD. These guys are, like when I saw them, it was my first time experiencing too. And I'm like, these guys are going to blow up. Because there was maybe, I mean, it's Cradle of Filth shows at St. Andrews, I think. And there was maybe like 500 people there, if that. And I was like, nobody's coming to see these guys but their sound is just massive it's great i fell in love with that album that they were on the release cycle i can't remember the name of uh they put out an album what was it two three years ago now didn't really like it as much but it blew them the like blew the roof off their project and they're absolutely huge now i'm super excited for this album i think they're going a little bit more back to the roots with these singles and i can't wait to hear it all the way through yeah a hundred percent uh it's gonna be gonna be a great release Moving on. Moving on. This is a weird one. Our number seven album, and the only reason that it's here at number seven, I would normally put this higher, is because we haven't gotten any singles about it. It's the new album, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power, by Halsey. We're talking about one of the biggest artists in the world here. Uh, This is no small release. There's a movie. The fact that it's at number seven is pretty crazy, but... Yeah, we don't know what to expect. Um, I know I've got some friends going opening night for the film. It's like the entire album takes place over the course of this film. So, I mean, I kind of don't want to listen to it until I can see the film as well. Right. Uh, But it's about her journey through motherhood and being kind of a celebrity figure and how that feels. Uh, A, being pregnant, becoming a new mother. I think that there's going to be a lot of really deep content here. And it's going to be probably one of the realest albums that we hear all year which is kind of weird talking about pop artists and saying it's something like real and from the heart sometimes Mm -hmm. but i think Mm -hmm. that halsey is an artist that she knows her craft she knows what she's working with she's super talented and she's going to just make an incredible album and that's why i think all of her fans are still pre-ordering the album getting excited for this release there's tons of publicity and we haven't heard a single piece off of it yet Absolutely. Well, you know, and and she's still a relative, like people forget, she's still a relatively new artist, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I think she's, what, started about 2015? Yeah. Uh, You know, it's it's kind of, I think, a good time in her career now where maybe she can branch out and try to do some some kind of different stuff, maybe a little bit more um, experimental, you know, experimental, I mean. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this might be a great way for her to kind of try that out yeah. rather than just saying, all right, here's a new record. Um, and I'm, I'm experimenting, but like, this is a whole other project kind of mm-hmm. within still her career. And if, if maybe she'll, you know, kind of discover some new, you know, musical, um, vibes with this. So yeah. I think this is a really cool release, uh, film, everything. I, I'm really interested excited uh, about this one too so Halsey at number 7 that's it's a big one it is ready to get to number 6 I am but I I first just want everyone to know that the reason her project's called Halsey is because her name's Ashley and it's a it's an anagram 
And if you didn't know that, now you know. Wow. Fun facts with Shane Told. There you go. Okay, let's move on now. We're in the uh, top six. Number six, we've got the new album Glow On by Turnstile. Yeah. We've heard a lot of singles from this. Well, yeah, it was like, I, I, I was like under the impression that there was a e, like an EP. Yeah, and then the EP you know, became first. part of the album. Yeah, I, at least that's what mm-hmm. I understood it to be. I don't know if I was wrong, um, but I'll tell you, man, like hearing all this these singles and everything mm-hmm. and the buzz kind of finally about Turnstile, like they've yeah. always had credibility and they've always had fans, but I feel like this record, this could become a really really hugely influential um, Mm -hmm. record, I think, for bands moving forward because Turnstile's always been in their own world a little bit. Yeah. Like, they're not a hardcore band. They're not a pop punk band. What are they? They're Turnstile. Yeah. And I think that now this record, the singles are so good. I think this is really, like, they're kind of just in their own lane here Mm -hmm. and, and get out of their way, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, songs holiday and blackout are just absolutely incredible they've been on repeat for me i put them on my like 2021 absolute bangers like songs that are just certified slappers i mean this record i think is going to be super fun all the way through um some of the singles obviously a bit shorter kind of like um intermissions i guess part of the ep and stuff like that but i think that this record is just gonna be a fun time right Absolutely. We're finally in, in the top five. <laughs> I don't even want to know how many honorable mentions there are. Probably less. Not that many. But here we go. Top five with, oh, I know you love this band, Mike. Oh my God, Please so introduce. much. So this is a band, I might get a little flack for putting them this high, but I think that this band is one of the most incredible bands to come out of our scene ever. I think that they don't have a bad release. I think that they are incredible. This album hasn't been talked about a lot because it's kind of been kept kind of low-key as far as when the release date is. We still don't even have a track list aside from, like, pictures for the track list that, like, describe each of the songs. Uh, it's the new album Need by 303. That's it. We're doing this. We're holding yep. up our 303s with our hands. Uh, I absolutely love yeah. 303. There's 10 songs on this record. Uh, we've gotten seven singles since they've started, like, the album cycle. I don't know if all of these are intended to be on the record or not. Um, I know that two of the songs were like songs that they wrote for other artists and they decided to re-record themselves. So I don't know if those made it on or not. Interesting. But I am really, really excited for this because 303 Rides nothing but bangers. Like, did you check out all these singles that I sent you away in the playlist? I, I, I did listen to a bunch of the singles. I don't think I listened to all of them. <laughs> Um, I did notice a little bit of recycled lyrics about yep. the boyfriend having the beef. Well, I mean, it's the uh, album's called Neat. It's not Want anymore. It's like the same font uh, and everything like that. Yeah, it's a, they went back to the original studio, the original record label, everything. They're, I think they even recorded in the same spot that they recorded Want. So it's kind of like a spiritual follow-up. Well, that's cool, and, and I've always backed these guys too for a, a few, uh, for lots of reasons. Um, in fact, I remember the first time I ever heard of them. I was at Warp Tour. Um, man, I don't remember what year it was. I think I, I can remember some of the bands playing. Like, I remember Angels and Airwaves was playing that year. So sounds like whatever 09 or something like that. Probably yeah, it might have been oh nine is a good guess. Uh, oh nine or maybe ten. Never heard of the band before, <laughs> and. Uh, they were on a side stage on Warp Tour, and I just kind of like 
saw them playing and, you know, and I'm not like a huge like rap guy or whatever, you know, like other people were. And at the time, <laughs> I feel like the idea of incorporating uh, beats and rap into scene music was really just not done. No, it wasn't Like it is now. And it certainly wasn't accepted. Mm-hmm. But right away, I just saw like saw these guys playing and I was like, this is good. Like th- these guys are are really awesome. And of course, then uh, Don't Trust Me came out and they became this this um you know like it was it was a bit of a huge is the word but but what i mean is after they got huge a lot of people were like oh they're the like i'm a vegetarian band yeah don't trust a hoe band and a lot of people kind of pigeonholed them into this Mm -hmm. that song right they like called them a one-hit wonder or whatever so much more than that yeah we did we did warp tour with them a couple times i ran into them on the road Mm -hmm. they're awesome guys they're super funny, and and you're right, man. Their music is, I think, very underrated, um, and I'm I'm stoked that they're uh, they're coming out with this record, and so far so good. Yeah, people are I mean, talking about uh, I'm so sad being an awesome track here in the chat. So. Yeah, and I think that they kind of got a lot of flack because they changed up their sound quite a bit from what they were pigeonholed into. On the third album, Omens, they kind of almost went like an MGMT route. And they got very kind of like atmospheric electronic. And yeah. I personally really loved that. I thought it was, it's still a great album. Um, on their next album, Night Sports, they didn't really get a lot of publicity around that, but they kind of went back to the original sound. Like they've got a song called My Dick on that record. Like, <laughs> and still didn't get that much love because then people were like, oh, they're still trying to just do the same sound that they were doing. And I'm like, man, come on, this album's great. I think that yeah. they are super talented songwriters. Like, even ever since Want, like that album, Colorado Sunrise is probably one of my favorite songs lyrically and composure-wise, like within pop, hip-hop, electronic, like ever. I think it's just incredibly done. And yeah. these guys have no signs of stopping. I mean, they don't really give a fuck about how many fans they have. As long as the fans that are still around care and are having a good time with them, they're here for it. A lot like Andrew WK. They're like the Andrew WK of our like warp tour scene. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't disagree with that at all. And I did find the singles had had some some kind of cool organic qualities to it, like uh, some real instrumentation in there as well, yep. which which I dug. And I think this is going to be a great a great release. So there it is, uh, three hundred three at number five. All right, uh, four more. Number four. Number four. Uh, so everybody here knows uh, we just talked about. BT Bam for 15 minutes. I love progressive metal. And I'm showing Shane, hopefully, a new progressive metal band this week. I've uh, never heard of this band. Coming out of Norway, this is a band called Leprous and their new album, Aphelion, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, it is probably pretty close. I am super excited for this, though, because these guys kind of came out of nowhere for me too i discovered them recently probably about two months ago on a recommendation from someone and they're just awesome if you like bt bam if you like vola if you like kind of the more classic um progressive metal bands like devin townsend or hawkind or even so i think these guys are right up your alley um just incredible songs like you listen to those singles right they're beautiful yeah this this band is this band is pretty cool um you know, I, I haven't. I'm reading their their bio on mm-hmm. um, on Spotify, and there's the most European thing I've ever uh, 
oh, I've yeah. ever read on here. And I have to, I just have to point it out. So they're talking about their career and all these things they've done. <laughs> and then it said they continue to perform regularly live throughout 2020 and 2021 with the events streamed online from their hometown of Notodin. This included performances of each of their studio albums, brackets, except Tall Poppy Syndrome, in full. (laughs) They had to to make sure that everybody knew that they didn't play one record just for the... Just the the European uh, has to be right, you know? Uh, Has to be meticulously, perfectly on point. So I feel like that speaks probably a lot to their music. Yeah, I mean, it carries over. And the... Right. And, and the amount of care and, um, that they take. And I mean, a lot of progressive metal bands are like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this, this band is, is underrated. Uh, yeah, even they've been around a long time. Uh, they, mm-hmm. they put out a lot of music, so it's a great band to jump in, in on and just go, Oh shit. There's like tons of material yeah. and tons of good material, except maybe don't Listen to the one they didn't do the live stream of. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Tall Poppy Syndrome from 2009. Maybe skip that one because the band doesn't even play it anymore. I mean, there you go. What I really like about these guys too is we've got the two ends of the spectrum with progressive metal, I think, this week talking about BT Bam, how they're absolute chaos, and Leprous, which is a band that does something that I really like where they're not showboaty about how good that they are, but everything that they do is like perfectly the minimum amount to like keep your attention and keep you thinking man these guys are so fucking good i'm i'm excited (laughs) for this record yeah i i love um i love bands like that like when you're it happens once in a while you'll hear like just like a kind of straight up rock band Mm -hmm. and it'll just like drummers just playing kind of like a regular beat that like any any drummer could play like in the first two months of them even picking up the sticks and then you'll just have like this regular simple beat and then all of a sudden out of nowhere will just be this like monster fill yeah it's just and you're stupid like what good. like like you know or just like so fast around the kid it's just like and you're like what where the fuck did that come yeah. from and it's like okay you're just showing me just for one second uh, don't worry i know what i'm doing back here and uh i do i do like bands like that you remember seeing that video a couple years back where it's like the dude in the, like, I think it's like a Sesame Street costume or something like that. And he's behind a kit just oh, going yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like in It's like in Japan or something, yeah. isn't it? Or maybe Europe, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember yeah. where it was, but it was hilarious. <laughs> that, is a, that is a great video. Uh, maybe we'll play it for the people after, uh, after we're done oh, yeah. rounding this out. But Twitch only. So if you're not following us on Twitch... Come watch us to react to funny videos, and that's okay. That's lepros, lepros, lepros at number four. Three more. All right, three more. Uh, this top three is just kind of tossed here in an order. Um, I think that all three of these records are going to be incredible, and if given any other week, they could be number one. Uh, first one that we're going to talk about, though, coming out of Philly, had a lot of good times in Pennsylvania. Myself, uh, we've got the new album Umbra by Grayscale. Yes. Colin and the boys. Uh, yeah, great band, man. Um, Phenomenal. I feel like this is going to be the record. This oh, yeah. is going to be the one. Uh, I, I I feel like it's a bit of a sound change. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, this is a lot more... Uh, Step back almost, I want to say, from the like yeah. modern pop punk tropes, I guess. Exactly, exactly. It's, it sounds a little more mainstream, not in a bad way. Kind of how like, uh, Seaway has stepped back a little bit. 
It's very that's, similar to that, I think. Yeah, and that's a great comparison. It's it's a little bit less punk, a little bit more pop, not in a bad way, mm-hmm. a little more rock influence. Yeah. But I've been waiting for this band to explode, and I think this is going to be the record that does it. And uh, they, yeah, they've, everything they've done has been awesome. Mm-hmm. I think this band's been underrated. Now, not anymore. I think they're coming. Oh, yeah. 100%. I've loved all the singles. I mean, we've only gotten two, which always really excites me. Um, some bands are actually starting to do this where we're only getting like one or two singles. And I mean, Dirty Bombs and Babylon are just absolute bangers. I think that this record is going to be amazing all the way through. Um, I mean, they're on Hopeless right now, right? I want to say. Fearless. Fearless, Fearless yeah. Fearless is absolutely killing it with all of these bands that are coming out with the records right now. I mean, you've got them. You've got uh, Wage War just announced their album. You've got Ice Nine Kills coming through. I mean, yeah. everything that they're putting out is just straight fire right now. Yeah. This this band, I, I just can't say anything but, but great things about them. Mm-hmm. It's going to be... It's going to be interesting to see, you know, where they land after, you know, the pandemic had kind of shut them down uh, while they were, you know, getting to that next level. Like, just like we talked about with some other bands, obviously different scenes, but like someone like Era Mm -hmm. uh, or someone like Spirit Box, who they've been blowing up so much while everybody's been stuck at home. Now shows are coming back and stuff. Uh, We'll see, you know, where Grayscale is going to headline. I think they're... I think they're going to be a big band and well-deserved. Yeah. Uh, This is a great pick at number three on a big week. Uh, Yeah. Can't say anything but great things. Super stoked. All right. Number two, we're kind of going to the opposite end of the scene. We've got some fancy shreddy metalcore. We've got the new album from Phineas, The Fire Itself. Yeah. Metal, metalcore, maybe a little more on the metal side with some of the, you know, guitar solos and stuff like that they incorporate. Um some of the more metal vocals, but this has been rips. If you're a fan of August Burns Red and you don't know who Phineas is, you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, these guys are straight up the alley, super shreddy all the way through, super catchy lyricism, um, not as much harsh vocals as AVR, definitely heavier on the clean vocal side, but I think it lends really well to their style and the guitar tones that they're using. Um, this album's going to be an absolute banger. They've finally dialed it in one of the things that annoyed me about this band is that they had this absolutely massive sound live and every time you saw them live you were just blown away you're like this band is just absolutely incredible like why are they not bigger and headlining their own shows and then you go listen to the records and something about the mix just wasn't there and it just didn't pop right they fixed it it sounds so these singles just sound absolutely incredible just like you're seeing the band live and I'm absolutely beyond stoked to finally listen to this record and have a Phineas record that I actually want to go and spin and not just like put a couple tracks on my lifting playlist. No, it's really interesting. And, and I know, Mike, you, you can be critical of bands' production, especially in, in the metal genre. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll be... I'm right there with you. Like, metal is an extremely hard style of music to record, yep. Yep. to mix, to you know produce, to get it right. Uh, and yeah, it can, it can really hold bands back mm-hmm. there. There can be sort of an arms race, uh, in terms of production in that genre. So it's great that they found it. 
You know, I think are they have solid state records now. I'm not sure if they've always been on solid state. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're they're hopefully they're getting those budgets. They're able to put you know more money into their production or or spend more time or whatever they need to do. Mm-hmm. And here we are, and um, Phineas at number two. I mean, that's a this is a big week. Yeah, you've put them really up there. So I think we can expect a, a really phenomenal uh, metal slash metal core album here. From the boys from Southern California. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Ready to get right. to that number one? No, I'm not ready. <gasps> we first have to take a break. Oh, we do. We'll be back after this. <sighs> back at What are you drinking? What was that you're drinking? It looks like a giant bottle of red liquid. Is it yeah. grenadine? I no, it's blood orange Italian soda. Oh, that's delicious. delicious. Oh yeah, man! Give me all the. Is it sparkling? I assume. Yeah, I mean, it's, lightly sparkling. It's, yeah, lightly, very lightly. Yeah. It's oh nice. yeah. All ab- all about it. Yeah, it's um, clutch. <laughs> big enough bottle. Yeah, the the it's America, okay? The like I know it's Italian, but it's he's in America. They got to make everything huge. So I That's get all my groceries delivered, right? And on the app, there's like a will you accept substitutions thing, and normally oh. I get the like little cans. They're like little ten ounce cans. And they didn't have them in stock, so they're like, would you just like a 25-ounce bottle? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I do, because this stuff's so delicious. I just need it in my life still. So we're drinking what's normally a box in one sitting. And it's probably horrible for me, but be like that sometimes. You ever get uh, the wrong groceries delivered? No, I have never had that. They never fuck it up? Nope. See, my parents get their groceries delivered, too, and they get they get wrong orders all the time. Hmm. But sometimes it's kind of good because some once they drop them off because COVID and everything, it's like, yeah. oh, well, we can't just like take them back mm-hmm. or whatever for, you know, health, safety, whatever. Yeah. So my parents get to keep this food and they still get their groceries. And sometimes they're like, holy shit, like this thing I never would have thought to buy mm-hmm. is like actually awesome. Yeah, so that's cool. can help you branch out a little bit there. Yeah. So Whole next time you order your groceries. <laughs> oh, Whole Foods? Yeah. Well, they can't afford to. Whole Foods, more like Whole Paycheck. Man, it's not uh, that bad. <laughs> we're going to get into the number one album of the week right now. Mike, give it to me. Number one album of the week. You know them. You love them. Our good boys from Sydney, Australia. Coming in strong with a self-titled album. Mm. With confidence. Now, is it self-titled because... They've run out of ideas and they couldn't think of a concept? Or is it because this is going to be the band-defining record that's going to change everything for the band? I don't think it's going to change everything for the band because this band is huge and (laughs) very well-loved by their fans. I think that this is just kind of a perfect time to do the self-titled for them. Very similar way to ERA, where I think this is their fourth album. So right in that realm. Um, And... I think that this record, based on the singles we've got so far, is going to kind of incorporate all of their sounds that they've had so far. You've got the single, like, anything, where it's just this super poppy, like, catchy song, right? And if I heard it on, like, maybe rock radio or something like that, I wouldn't be surprised at all. And then you've got kind of, like, the weirder songs on there, like Paper and Cult that we've heard, and they're kind of like the more slow, sad, traditional, more punk side of pop punk. I think that these guys are just incredible and absolutely going to kill it this week with this record. Yeah, man. I, I 
can't say much more about it than what you just said. I mean, they're going a bit of the route like Grayscale maybe, you know, <laughs> where they're kind of uh, starting to branch out a little bit more yeah. and they probably found some, I don't know, I always feel like it's once someone... Once like these younger bands hear Bruce Springsteen, they're like, "Oh shit!" We like, <laughs> or Bruce Springsteen, or like insert other '80s rock Tom Petty. I don't know. They hear music like that and like, "Oh shit!" Like rock music. So there's a little bit of that creeping in uh, with mm-hmm. with with confidence, which to me. I welcome it. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that it's helping them set themselves apart. Uh, you still have the great songwriting as always, mm-hmm. and you got vibes. And this band seems to kind of know how to navigate all that stuff without kind of turning their back on their uh, fan base that they've really, you know, done a great job of of uh, putting together over. What? How long have they been a band now? I don't know. Not that long, right? No, Not it hasn't that been that long. Five years, maybe. Yeah, twenty sixteen uh, was their first album, so this is their yeah. third album. Sorry. Yeah, ex- exactly. So, you know, I feel like this is probably the time to shine and um yeah. Oh, there's a new single I didn't have on our playlist too. So there's five singles out. Mm, okay. Listen to that after well, this. Okay. Well, or just wait till Friday and hear the whole thing. Yeah, I probably up to will. you. Up to you. Up uh, to but, you. Like another thing that I love about with confidence is that they do have this like kind of silly aspect to them too. Right. Like if you showed me a song title and called it Big Cat Judgment Day, like I don't know if I would be interested in that. I mean, I probably would because I do like cats. But, like, it's a weird <laughs> song title. But the way that they, like, kind of use metaphor throughout the rest of the song, like, just sets it up perfectly. It's so well done. These guys are absolute aces when it comes to songwriting. And I think if this is the first record that you put on on Friday, you're going to set yourself up for a pretty good Friday. Okay. I mean, for me, and I didn't do the top 10, mm-hmm. uh, I will absolutely listen to this record, but man, that new Church's record, and it's down at number nine, Yeah, I think that's going to be the first thing I put on, personally. Um, I'm very excited for that record. I'm very excited for the new Turnstile album, which I think could have been number one, but we've heard so much of it. The Halsey thing's a different different beast, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm in I'm in I'm down I'm down for every single one of these records this week like lots of great stuff love them all well let's can we do a quick recap yes, I think um we need to. people are gonna get a little confused uh we'll give them a minute to grab a pen and paper actually don't do that <laughs> you don't have to do that you can you can check out Mike's uh Mike's Instagram for the full list but let's uh let's round out the top uh ten real quick just a re- quick recap number ten. Number 10, we've got the new album, The 13 Years of Nero by XDO. Yes. If you like Roman numerals? No. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. They have them on their thing. Roman Roman stuff. Number 10. Uh, number 9. Number 9, we've got Screen Violence by Churches. You got it. Churches. Number 9. Number 8. Number 8, we've got Wallflowers by Ginger. Don't forget the double J's in there, double okay? J's. When you're When you're looking it up on Spotify. J-I-N-J-E-R. Uh, number seven. Number seven. If you or if I can't have love, I want power by Halsey. Yes. Uh, very good. Number six. Number six. We've got Glow On by Turnstile. Number five. Need by Three Hundred Three. Not want need. Number four. Aphelion by Leprous. I like how you said that extra fast, so you didn't have to worry about the pronunciation. Yeah, you just as long as all the letters are in there, you're good. 
Just keep fucking driving. That's what you did. <laughs> yep. uh, number three. Number three, we've got Umbra by Grayscale. Yes. Oh, this, this, that, that's one too. I'm going to oh, listen yeah. to that one very early on on Friday. Uh, number two. Number two, we've got The Fire Itself by Phineas. Yes. And the number one record of the week is... With Confidence by... With Confidence. From the album With Confidence. Hey, is there, I wonder if there hey. is a song that is uh, self-titled on there. I highly doubt it. I, that's like the, it would be such a funny move, like because yeah. you know there are bands like Black Sabbath <laughs> with the song Black Sabbath from the album Black Sabbath, yeah. or um, there's even a song. La- there's a Lagwagon song <laughs> from the actually the first album isn't called Lagwagon, but was like, you know you have the band titled songs, <laughs> but to put one not on the first album, yeah, I don't know if that's ever happened. I was kind of hoping that we had a song like that on the Waterparks album earlier this year, too, because it was called Greatest Hits, right? And I was kind of expecting, before they revealed the track list, a song called The Greatest Hit. <laughs> and like, yeah, that's good. Just shooting your shot right there. That's good. No, they'll they'll probably put that on the next album oh, just yeah. to really confuse people. Um, yeah, you can say what you want about with confidence and having a bit of a jokiness. <laughs> they got nothing on Waterparks. That's for sure, oh, but nobody yeah. does. All right, right, Mike. Well, that's the top 10, and we are going to get into some honorable mentions. Let's do Uh, it. If you're ready to, give me the number. I hope it's less than 20. 15. Okay, perfect. 15 is a perfect number. First one. Let's go. uh, This is out, and I haven't had time to listen to it yet. We got a new EP from Ghostmane. We all know how much I like Ghostmane. Super cool, metal rapper. Good times, always. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, the rest are singles. Uh, we're getting a new single from Pale Dusk. This is a super cool modern metalcore band from, I want to say they're from Japan. Don't quote me on that. But they're super cool, super heavy. It's just everybody go check them out. They're kind of more on the knocked loose end where they're kind of heavy beat down. Not as much hardcore, still definitely metalcore. You know what I'm talking about. It's right in there. Like Chamber. Chamber. Yes, yes. And they are... Hailing from Fukuoka on the Japanese island of Kyushu. Nailed it. They stormed onto everyone's radar early in 2020 with their first four-track EP, Happy Talk. It's great. Combining elements of metalcore, industrial, new metal, and EDM in a way that hasn't been seen in a long time. So there you go. That's right from their bio. I didn't write that. There you go. Yeah. Pale Dusk. Cool band. Uh, Next up... Uh, we've got a band that didn't listen to me when I said that September was closed for new albums. Real Friends put out mm-hmm. a new single. It's an absolute banger. Expect their album on the 17th of September. I'm really excited. I love all three singles that I've heard so far. One of the quickest pre-orders I've made all year because instantly knew I wanted it. Yeah, I mean, you know, Real Friends has always been a great band. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, having a new singer now, uh, Dan Lampton starting his his own band, which also, they're called Rationale, Banger also band. with Joe from Knuckle Puck. Definitely check them out as well. But it does seem like Real Friends is turning the corner mm-hmm. uh, with you know with their new um, their new singer, Cody Marrero. It's really good so far. So this, yeah, definitely don't miss the new singles from Real Friends. Don't worry. They are definitely still sad boy material, though. Yeah, don't worry. 100%. Uh, next up, I messed up last week talking about that Heart of Gold single. It drops this week. My B. Keep on searching for a heart of gold. I heard that one, Mike. Uh, next up, um, Orbit Culture. 
super cool progressive death metal band. Um, super technical dudes, super heavy. They're releasing the second single from their EP coming in September. Absolutely love these guys. They are. Did you say horticulture? Horticulture. Orbit culture. Or orbit? Yeah. Have you never I heard of these dudes? Or- uh, I don't think so. Oh, they're sick. Um, I'm just looking at it. I, I like the imagery. Very dark. Very dark. Oh yeah. Uh, they're from a small town of Exjo, Sweden. Yeah. So there you go. Or- orbit culture. Check them out. I will as well. Hell yeah, love them. Uh, kind of in the same vein, uh, we got the second single from the new Rivers of Nile record. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love this. I think this is even better than the first single. This one's called Focus. The first single is called Clean. It's incredible. These guys cannot miss. Spotify really thinks I like them. I swear, anytime yeah. I listen to a heavy band, mm-hmm. like uh, when I finished the uh, Wolves of the Throne Room or the BT Bam records, Put on Rivers first of Nile. thing. First thing, yeah, right away. They lo- they they know I love it. They've got that like cool vibe where they like are like death metal, black metal influenced, but they're also like progressive too. Like they're really kind of dipping their toes into every super heavy metal thematic and making it work super well. I love them. Uh, next up, um, we talked about XDO. Be remiss if I didn't talk about Sabaton. They're dropping a new single. Um, definitely. Not as intentionally jokey, but this is definitely a jokey power metal band that does talk about very serious historical events, and they are very accurate about them. Um, But they do come off as kind of jokey just with their sound. I love these guys. They're great. Super campy. Go check it out. Yes. Uh, A a band I've never had the the privilege of seeing. Have you? Yeah. They are incredible live. Lots of fire. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I I could definitely, definitely see this. And... uh, yeah, man, I'm. I love that you. I love that you're including them. Sabaton. Uh, yeah, they're a big band. They have 2.7 million monthly listeners. Yeah, on it's Spotify. absolutely insane. They're so that big in Europe. Crazy. They like they headline really big. Budstock and stuff like that. Like not wow. the main stage, but like the smaller stages and stuff. Wow. Okay. There we go. Big pick. I just got a record. Thank you. Um. Uh. Next up, um, we are going to talk about a band that was on my album of the year list last year. And I am very excited for this. We're getting a new single, technically a B-side, because they're releasing the deluxe edition of this album that was on my top ten list last year, uh, from Nothing. Mm. Incredible band. That album still blows me away when I listen to it. These guys are the definition of like toned down progressive post rock. Right. And they're just great at it. Yeah. You, um, you know, you, you brought them up, you're talking about them a lot, hyping them up pretty hard. And I feel like I haven't really heard anything about them. They're they're a quiet band. Yeah. They don't really, they haven't gone and done the live stream thing to my knowledge, maybe like one, but they've just kind of been biding their time. This new, uh, deluxe edition has three B-sides. Um, I'm just really excited for this. I love it. Um, the album art is super cool because you know how they had that like mainly black with like just the kind of like old man illuminated. Yeah, the Great Dismal was yeah. the name of the uh, the release. Yes, for the B or for the deluxe edition, they literally just color inverted it. So it's like uh-huh. this dark silhouette of the old man and just a white background, and I think that's so cool. 
It's a cool idea. Sleep it's Token a simple, did it too. Like it's just so okay. subtle and sweet. It's such a simple uh, concept, but mm-hmm. it totally makes sense. All right, that's great. Nothing uh, right there. Okay. Uh, next up, I talked about it a little bit earlier. They announced their new album, uh, Manic Wage War, put out their second single from this release. Um, if you are strange and not me, and you happen to like the album Pressure. Um, this song is definitely more like that material. I would say it's more octane-centered rock, whereas High Horse was kind of like, hey guys, we can still be heavy again. Right. Um, so this really doesn't sit with me as well. I still pre-ordered the record because I love Wage War. They're great dudes. I'm always going to support them. But uh, this single's not as much for me. I do know that there's some people that still love everything they've put out, though, so make sure you go check that out. Yeah, and... To to kind of, I don't want to go against your point because mm-hmm. everything you say is very valid, Mike. However, I love when this band is heavy, but I love when this band really tones it down too. I think some mm-hmm. of their soft stuff is absolutely this beautiful. This is like the right in the middle. It's not like then, soft. Hey, I'm, I'm here for it, um, absolutely. And uh, I know they're out there killing it on tour with Bear Teeth oh, right yeah. now too. So go go uh, go check out that tour if you. Uh, yeah, it's still if an amazing live band. Do not get me wrong. They they know how to like get a pit going. That's right. Um, next up, uh, they haven't announced this album yet, but looking at an announcement here pretty soon because the new single is dropping tomorrow. Uh, we're getting a new single slash album announcement from Can't Swim. Nice. I love Can't Swim. This band is so confusing to me, and that is something that I enjoy. They're last like main album was like straight up pop punk and then they released like a straight up punk EP and then they released like a post hardcore EP I don't know where this band is going to come from the album art that I have seen floating around almost looks like black metal right and I'm just super stoked for this like (sighs) me too man and I was a huge fan uh, of them right out of the gate Mm -hmm. Uh, the first songs that they came out with i thought it was so cool like uh chris chris uh the singer has such a unique voice Mm -hmm. he really doesn't really sound like anybody else uh and and you know what's funny like so we we did a podcast uh right here on lead singer syndrome wow and right here and did you know that he used to play drums for trash talk Mm -mm. isn't that such a weird that is cool kind of like small world so yeah i used to play drums um for trash talk so when they came out with kind of the more hardcore you know ep Mm -hmm. uh i was like okay i kind of understood like knowing that he comes from sort of you know a hardcore scene there you know on the east coast so i wasn't too like alarmed but i know some people really were but the overall take i heard was everyone's here for it mm-hmm. and i am and um so much so that you can come see can't swim opening up for silverstein this fall also with the plot in you wow i know i know you'll be there mike uh maybe we'll see you're gonna yeah come on i have programs. Don't down, don't, you can downplay silverstein all you want but don't downplay the plot in you i have you, programs uh, in launch and i work is very stressful okay you know all right okay i believe you uh, next up, I don't know, where do we want to go? Do we want to go pop punk or do we want to go metalcore? Let's go metalcore first All right, and then pop punk. So we got three metalcore. Uh, first one, we've talked about this band a lot. They've been releasing some singles. No official album announcement yet, but I feel like the album is coming very, very soon. Uh, Windrunner, another new single, another banger. Three for three. Mm. three. 
Mm. Love this band. Absolutely incredible. Shane's going to look up some information on them. I think no. That, I, we've talked yeah. about Windrunner before. I, I know this band. They're they're uh, they're from Vietnam. They are, I want to say Viet. Yeah, that's right. I knew they were Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I know you're all about this. I remembered it. I just you know we talk every week, and I don't. I can't remember every single yeah. You know, it's, band it's hard with for forty thousand monthly me. listeners. Yeah, it's it's tough. So, uh, but These yeah, go check them out. Windrunner. I like the name too. Uh, next and up, I love and I fucking love Vietnamese food. I oh yeah, just, just had to throw that in there. So good. Anyway, let's go. Under most underrated Asian cuisine, Vietnamese food. Yeah, it's pretty huge here. Um, yeah. Is it? I don't know if it's me. I think it's big everywhere. But I feel like in Canada, you can't drive like you, you can't drive past past the strip mall like without Thai some kind of around here kind is of like the big place. One. Yeah, it's big. It's big everywhere. But Thai food's really good too. It's really good. It is. I just love Asian cuisine. Me too, man. It's my favorite. All right. Next up, uh, we got Aviana. New single. Really excited for this band. I think that these guys kind of took a hit, losing their vocalist. Um, They're coming back. I forget who the new vocalist is off the top of my head. Um, Somebody will probably tell me after this. But absolutely incredible band. All of their like last album just kind of blew me away. When I heard it, I didn't believe that they were a new band. And... I think that they're setting up for another great album, even with the vocalist change. Very excited for this band. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know too much about this band, really, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard you talk about them again, but uh, go. Go yeah. listen. Go listen. Cool Aviana. Aviana. Good metalcore. Uh, next up, kind of the biggest uh, metalcore single this week, I would say... Long-awaited, probably touted as one of the best progressive metalcore bands right behind Era. We're mm-hmm. getting a new single from Invent Anime. Oh, yeah. These guys are absolutely incredible. One of my favorite metalcore bands. They are one of the reasons that I want to put down the guitar forever. They're just super talented. <laughs> Everything that they do is just amazingly well done and thought out. And I'm super excited for the single... I don't know if it's a standalone single or if we're starting a new album cycle, being as they did put Gravy out last year. But mm-hmm. I think either way, I'm excited and down for this. These guys are just incredible. Yeah, I feel like the band's been around kind of a while, but sort of just starting. They disappeared for like four or five years. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember hearing about them, I feel like, a long time ago. And then, you know, now. Uh, now you hear about them all the time, like they're they're on a bunch of tours. Well, the, and stuff, the world wasn't you know? ready for them when they first started being a band, and everybody had to kind of catch up and find them and be like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And now they're right, back. right. And and I think they're on Tragic Hero Records, so mm-hmm. a, a label that's obviously put us some great material over the years. But it's all also like a label that isn't a little bit. They smaller. don't get the clout. Yeah, they don't get the cloud of like, oh, this is on Rise or this is on Hopeless or on Fearless or something. Like, yeah, and I actually so, um, think that they're self-releasing now, if I do remember correctly. Okay, okay. But I don't know. Well, Invent Animate. I always like that name, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is about that band name. I just think it's... It just works. And I mean, especially yeah. if they're like a progressive band, too. It's just like, man, it, right. it fits. Right, exactly. Uh, so next up to hop into the pop punk... A uh, cool smaller band that I absolutely love, Between You and Me, has put out the second single from their record. I think that these guys are super cool. They're kind of definitely keeping it more in the real pop punk space that we know and love. 
bands like Neck Deep, things like that. Um, very similar. These guys are great. Super talented. Sorry, what, what, what band was it? I, I Between did, I You and it. Me. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, and yeah, th- this band uh, actually has been, uh, I believe the stuff coming out f- from them is produced by uh, our producer, Sam Guyana, who Ooh, went yeah. all the way went all the way to Australia to uh, to work with them. I think I can talk about that. That's super fun. I love their like artwork for this too. Yeah, yeah. Like the purple and gold, I don't know what it is. Probably like my fraternity colors are purple and gold, but like purple and gold together, just like, hmm, I love that look. Absolutely. And I'd like to just say that you are like the last dude I'd ever expect to be in a fraternity. I know, everybody does. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, we, we can keep going. Uh, next up, this is our second to last one. And this is not even the biggest pop punk news that we have this week, but we got a new single from State Champs. Yes. It's an absolute banger. These like their last album it was a little bit hit or miss for me. If everything else on the record is like this one, I am so excited. Because I think that this new track is just ripping. I I forget the name of it too. Well, State Champs, they they they're kinda like how do I how do I put this? New single's called Just Sound. They're kind of like the game genie of pop punk bands because they have Derek mm-hmm. Descanio or whatever, however you say his last name. That dude is such a vocal monster. Oh, yeah. He's like, he is unbelievably good at singing to the point where, like, I don't even care what else is happening. No offense to the rest of the mm-hmm. band, and I I know that they're uh, they're friends and fans and and everything. We we have I've known them forever, but man, like the second Derek starts to sing, I just like my drop my my jaw drops mm-hmm. because I think he is that good, and honestly, that much better than pretty much everyone else that's kind of in that genre. So, for me, man, like I think State Champs is awesome. They never miss. And uh, yeah, yeah, can't can't wait, can't wait to see uh, to see what co- was kind of coming next. I mean, like lyrically, they're just amazing too. Like, and that I think really just helps Derek as well. And I don't know who writes for the band. I assume maybe him lyrically, maybe everybody kind of gets together in the lyrics. But like their original album, like All You Are Is History, when he just goes, "I'm a realist and an optimist, but I swear to you, I'm not getting over this." Like. That is just such an iconic pop punk line for me because, like, that's how you open a show. And he just comes out and he just starts with I, and the rest of the crowd will just sing it. Like, right. it could be a completely ble- like dark stage. You couldn't even know he was up there. And you just hear that, and everybody's going to sing it at a state champ show. What a band. You ready to get to my. Wait. F- oh. Wait. Yes, go. All right. You ready to get to my. Most excited honorable mention this week. <laughs> Do we have to take it to this break and talk about Rockabilia? Like, <laughs> there's so know. much hype. Like, this better be good, man. Oh. I, I'm feeling, like, massive hype here. This is amazing. So, this is a weird one for me because this always used to be kind of one of my guilty pleasure bands when I was straight up just, like, into metal and metalcore and stuff before I actually really got into pop punk. And I really thank this band for getting me into pop punk I think that they are one of the most incredible pop punk bands ever. And after a five-year hiatus, the Somerset is back. And they've got a new single dropping on Friday. 
And I am so damn excited because I just unconditionally love this band. And like reading the posts that all the band members have where they're like, yeah, we weren't really in the mood to ever do music together again. Like things weren't the greatest. And I think this is the like my favorite project to be reignited because of the whole pandemic and everything like that. They just kind of started talking again, reconnected, started sending each other some demos and here we go. We got a new song, hopefully a new album soon. They haven't said anything about that. I that's in my heart of hearts, I hope. But I am just so excited to have this back. The Somerset is one of the most wholesome group of people I've ever met in my entire life or seen play. Like they're like I mean, they're both from Phoenix, Arizona. Like, they're it's so similar to the main as far as like caring right. about fans and other people that it's like almost uncomfortable. But it's just so amazing, like with such a warm embrace. All right, I didn't want to interrupt yeah, you. Could. I have things to say Do as it. well. Say and the, yes, this announcement is worth the hype. Thank you, Mike, for bringing this back, bringing this to to everyone's attention. The Somerset are back. Brian Dales and the boys uh, and girl. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget. Fuck, Jess they're Bowen. such a good band. She, yeah, she ripped. She she just got a documentary um, about something that she did put on Netflix. And while she wasn't in the Somerset, she was drumming for 303. And yeah. I want to say it was some big pop artist like Ariana Grande or something like that level. She was drumming up there as well. So absolutely awesome. killing it. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But, you know, they're back. And it's weird. I, I felt like... I think I talked to Brian again on, on very right here on this podcast mm-hmm. about five years ago. They were putting out you know, some new music, and I felt like it came out, and then the bands it sort of fizzled out. Yeah. It kind of just like there was not really any like big we're done last last tour finale. Like it sort of just fizzled out. Yeah, I mean, and I never understood it, but I think now maybe I do. Mm-hmm. Now let me explain. They have an iconic line, too punk for the pop kids, too pop for the punk kids. I love that line so fucking much. It was so perfect and so true Mm -hmm. with what they were doing that the band never seemed to get credit. They were always in the wrong place. Now, in the last five years, I think that there's been a change. Yeah, genre's dead. Yeah, And, and I think that like what they're doing now... Or sorry, what they did then will work better now, mm-hmm. and them their return I think could really be something special. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I welcome them all back. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Brian's just such a nice person. Um, I, I don't know the rest of them, but Brian is just such a gem. So great to see this, and uh, I know there's a lot of excitement, especially all the oh, yeah. all the Arizona kids. I mean, something I love about them too is like no other band in the pop punk scene ever really brought like twang into their sound except for the Somerset. Like I've shown the Somerset to my like strictly country family members and they're like, yeah, this kind of rocks. Like, (laughs) I don't know what it is. This band, you can't hate the Somerset. It's so, so amazing. (laughs) 
Yeah, man. I, I, I kind of agree. Like, I kind of agree with you. I mean, I think like also, you know, someone like the emergence of the 1975, mm-hmm. and obviously they're different bands, but that kind of popularity, I feel like Somerset, like they could, they could go on a tour yeah. with the 1975. Like they, they're in that sort of realm a little bit too, mm-hmm. which just works. So almost like walk the moon um, too, like fits yeah, right yeah. in there. Yeah. Exactly. So it'll be really interesting to see uh, what happens, what kind of tours they do and, and how they tackle this. If we're going to get like if they're back full on, if, if it's just one Jess song, still drumming with other stuff. Like, hey. Yeah. You know, who knows? But regardless, it's uh, it's great news. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for this. It's, I'm going to stay up to midnight just to listen to this song. <laughs> so stoked. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, there it is. We did it. There's our honorable mentions. Another long, long episode. Uh, sorry, Josh. Uh, Josh, who our editor, who has to. It's only like an hour this. fifteen this week. Um, not too much editing to do. Just whatever. It's fine. We didn't go off on too many tangents or anything we need to take out. So that's our show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. The show. Bye. Bye. We ended that show about as abruptly as the Somerset ended their musical career. Oh, yeah.